Ladies and sleepy boys, Andy here, author of The Best Indigo on the internet and fellow sleepy boy today. A little bit tired. This is the Kill You and a Loser podcast. Let's fucking go. We're going to have a fun, casual, chill little one today. So I'm still working on my 365 project, doing something every single day. So if you aren't over on my YouTube channel, you might be missing out. I've also released an article over on my website. So go check that out. Let's get straight to it. So I saw this question on Reddit. I can't remember where I found it, but I enjoy going onto Reddit every now and then and finding people's questions about sex or dating or money or relationships and all that good stuff and having a crack at answering them. Because when you go to a completely different um, sphere, like a different place on the internet, people obviously don't understand or they haven't learned a lot of the stuff that we sort of take for granted. Like, you know, I talk about honesty all the damn time and just being upfront and all of that stuff. But when you go to a different place, such as Reddit, people haven't got that foundation, right? They haven't heard that idea before or that philosophy. And so it's a fun little experiment to have a crack at answering some questions where I have to basically go back down to a very like beginner mindset and make no assumptions and assume that the person doesn't know any of the stuff that we sort of talk about here. So there's this question here. And we're going to talk in this question about when people try and get something out of sex or dating or a relationship, or when they're trying to use tactics and manipulation and strategies, and they won't say the word manipulations, but they'll say strategies or tricks, or how can I get the thing that I want? And this is a very strong or a very common mindset in dating and sex and relationships. Women and men do this, by the way. Women will go off to their girlfriends and they'll say, how can I get this guy to like me? Or how can I get this guy to commit to me? And it's like, whoa, 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 take a pause. You don't get something from someone else. You give it to yourself. And so what you're actually doing is going around to different people and saying, hey, do you want, I I want this thing. I want to give this to myself. Do you want to be part of that? Or another way of thinking about that is like, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I want. Do you want that too? Would you like to participate? And you're basically going around the world. And this applies to friendships and business and everything else. You're basically going around to different people and saying, hey, here's what I'm looking for. Does this vibe with you? Does this gel with you? Is this what you're also looking for? Or would you be down for this? Do you want to try this with me? That's what you're doing. So I'll read out this guy's question and we'll take a dive in. So This guy says, I, male 21, just got out of a 10-month relationship with a great girl. I am currently in college. Before my relationship, I rented an apartment with my friends off campus. During that time, I would just invite girls over, and that worked pretty great for me. For my senior year, I decided to move back home to make some money. So he obviously doesn't have his own apartment anymore. Then we've talked about logistics. When you're a man and you're trying to get laid, you're trying to have some sexy sex, It helps a hell of a lot if you have your own apartment, right? If you have your own place. Even if you're sharing with roommates, that is still better than living at home with mummy and daddy. And if you are living at home with mummy and daddy and you want to have a bit of the good old, you know, funky times with a beautiful woman, I've said this a million times. There are a million different ways that you can do that. You know, you can go to her place. You could rent a hotel if you wanted to. You can fool around in public. That's something I've done a lot. Obviously, don't get caught, blah, blah, blah. But... There's a million different ways, right? If you want it to happen, it will happen. And one of my core philosophies is problem solving, right? Every problem has a solution. And what this guy goes on to basically ask is, how can I get these girls? How can I get to these girls' apartments? Like, how can I, what strategies or tactics can I use? And again, the way that I would look at sex and dating and relationships is not two people trying to get something from each other, right? Like trying to, almost like you're trying to take from each other. No, it's, I want this thing. Do you want it too? Oh, you do want it. Awesome. Okay. How can we make it work together? I have had this conversation in so many podcasts and with so many coaching clients. One of the guys in my coaching program right now went on a date with a girl and he tried to kiss her and she kind of turned her head awkwardly because he's in a very conservative, uh, culturally conservative country, right? And so girls, generally speaking, won't kiss you on the first date. It just doesn't really happen very much. And so she turned her head and then he felt, he said, you know, I felt really awkward. I didn't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. And as I said to him, why don't you just use your words and talk to her? She's on your team. You're both solving problems together. You're not trying to get a kiss from her. You're basically saying, I want to kiss you. Do you want to kiss me? If not, cool. Like, let's talk about it. 
Maybe you do later on, but you're just shy right now. Maybe you just don't kiss on the first date. Maybe you don't want to kiss and maybe we're not looking for the same thing. Either way, if we talk about it now, hey, at least we see we're on the same page. I have had this conversation with so many women. I've said this a million times, right? Especially several years ago, before I met my girlfriend Imogen, I dated and slept with a hell of a lot of like Asian women. I really love Asian girls. They're just absolute sweethearts. They really are incredibly fucking sweet and adorable and nice. And so I had dated and slept with so many like Vietnamese and Chinese girls who were so incredibly culturally conservative. A lot of them virgins had never even held hands or kissed a guy. And a hell of a lot of times I would go to kiss them on the first or the second or the third day and they wouldn't kiss me. I could have just taken that as, oh, look, she's not into me. She doesn't want to give me what I want. I'm not going to get what I want from her. But instead, I would say to each one of them, oh, are you a little bit shy with kissing? And they'd kind of, you know, shyly look down and they'd go like, yeah. And I'd be like, oh, it's okay. Like, you know, do you want to chill for a little bit more? Do you want to just hang out for a little bit more? Like, we can kiss later if you want to. Do Is that what you want? And they'd be like, yeah, maybe. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, let's do that then. And sometimes I'd have these conversations a couple times with them. And if I got to a point where it felt like I really wanted to kiss them, but they kept sort of turning their head away or they were shy, I would just have a big conversation about it. And I'd be like, look, I really want to kiss you. It's it's important to me. It's something I really like. And this is after several dates, right? Like, let's say I'd been on a couple of dates and it seemed like she was too shy to kiss. And we'd just have a conversation about it. I'd be like, look, I don't want to pressure you, but like kissing is important to me. Sex is important to me. All this stuff is like an important part of a relationship for me. Where do you think you're at? And again, no pressure. You don't have to have sex with me. You don't have to kiss me, but let's like get a feel for where we're both at. And then we can see if we can sort of work towards it together. And every single one of these girls would say, I want to kiss you. I'm just really scared. And I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, what are you scared about? And they'd be like, you know, I just, you know, in my country, we just, we don't kiss in public. And I'd be like, okay, well, what's the solution to that problem? And I had one girl that said, well, I mean, she actually said this first. She said, I really want to kiss you. I can't do that in public though, because we don't do that in my country. Do you want to go to the cinema with me? And we can kiss in the back of the cinema. And I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. I had other girls where we would go through this conversation and they'd be like, well, we could maybe go to your apartment and then I'd kiss you. And I'd be like, cool. Like, do you want to go now? And they'd be like, yeah. And then we'd go back to my place. We'd make out, we'd have sex, right? And so viewing it in terms of like, I want this thing. Is that something that you want as well? Basically, we're on the same team or, or let's see if we're on the same team, if we're on the same page, if we want the same thing. We might have different plans of how we want to get there. Like maybe I'm ready to have sex on the second date or the first date even, but you're not ready to have sex until the fourth date or the third date. Cool. Like, but let's see if we ultimately want to get to the same point. You know, we both want the same thing. And then let's like figure out how we get there so that we're both really happy. And so we both feel like, yeah, this was great. Like we both got there at a time that felt good for both of us. Whereas I think a lot of guys will see that a girl doesn't want to kiss them on the first day or doesn't want to have sex with them on the first day or whatever it is. Right. And they'll go, oh, look, she's not on my team. She's not, you know, she's trying to stop me from getting sex. I want sex. And she's like putting up barriers to that. And it's like, no, she just has a different timeline to you. She probably wants the same thing. And if she doesn't, you have that conversation and she you know, she's kind of on the fence and umming and ahhing and you go, okay, well, it doesn't seem like you're super enthusiastic about this. Let's just call that a no. Like, I don't want to have to talk you into having sex with me. You either want to eventually have sex with me or you don't. And if you don't, that's fine. Like, cool. I'm great. Isn't it great that you know what you want, but I'm not going to sort of be on dates with someone that doesn't eventually want to give, you know, to participate in the same thing that I want. But either way, when you have that conversation, you figure it out. So I will keep reading what this, I know we got off on a big sidetrack there, but I really love talking about these topics, right? These, these mindset topics around sex and dating, because it's not just guys that do this, by the way, women do this too. I said it before, I've had so many female friends and my girlfriend, Amy has had so many female friends and I've, I've, I've heard from, you know, commenters on my YouTube and I get emails from women and stuff that say, you know, they will sort of go to their friends, their female friends, and they'll say, Hey, I like this guy, but how can I get him to commit to me? Or how can I get a relationship from him? And it's like, have you asked him? Have you actually said like, yo, where's this like heading to it? Like, what do you want eventually? Like what, what's in your mind? What are you sort of thinking? Like, is this going to be casual for a long time? Like, are we on the same page here? Cause what I'm looking for is something, a relationship. And you know, I don't want to put an ultimatum on it, but 
I like that to happen within, you know, and you say whatever the fuck it is that you want. And I've, I've, you know, on this topic, I've said this a million times. I don't recommend you put a label on it and call it a relationship until it's been at least six months. I think a relationship is something, at least for me, I think a relationship is something quite, I don't know if I would use the word sacred, but I feel like it's something that needs to be earned. And I think if you just rush into a relationship and say, okay, we've slept together for one month, we're boyfriend, girlfriend now. It's like part of being boyfriend, girlfriend, part of a relationship is building trust. It's building connection. It's understanding each other. It's seeing if your philosophies line up. Do you both see the world in the same way? Do you both want the same goals? Do you both want all of that stuff? Do you both want to build something? How often do you guys want to see each other a week? Like, you know, what was one person's childhood like? What are some of the other person's triggers? What does how do you both handle an argument? How do you both handle being grumpy? How do you both handle being angry? You know, have you met each other's friends? All of this kind of stuff and all of that just takes time. And I'm not saying to wait a certain amount of time arbitrarily. It's more that you want to be building that stuff. And so I see a lot of guys that, and girls that will rush into a relationship within, you know, one, two, three months and say, okay, we're boyfriend, girlfriend now, you know, we're staying at each other's house every single night and, you know, we're seeing each other like five or six or seven nights a week. And, you know, we're, we're, our lives are really enmeshed now. And I would say, okay, cool. Like what's the, what's their biggest hope or their dream? And the person will go like, well, fuck, I don't know that. Okay. What was their childhood? Like, well, shit, I don't know that. What do they want from life? Well, I don't know that. How do they handle when they're having a really bad day? Do they take it out on you or do they have some strategies to get through that? Oh, I don't know. What are their philosophies on monogamy versus like open relationships or casual relationships? Oh shit, I don't know that. Or do they want to be married one day? Do they want kids? How do, what job do they want? Do they want to start their own business? I'll ask all these questions and the person will always say, well, I, I don't know the answer to any of those questions. And it's like, well, why are you spending seven days a week with a stranger? Why have you gotten all the feelings and all the love? And feelings and love are wonderful. I talk about this all the time, but... Why have you put a label on it and committed to a relationship with someone that you don't really know? Isn't that kind of jumping the gun? Don't you want to ask all those questions and learn those and, and learn the deep parts of that person's soul and then say, hey, I really like what I see. Let's call this boyfriend, girlfriend. If you want to know why most relationships fail, it's because people just rush into it. They get, you know, after a month or two or three, they have feelings and they go, oh my God, I love you so much. Oh my God. And it's like, you don't know this person. You love your idea of that person. You love the stories you tell about that person. You love what you think they might be. You love the fantasy of them. It's that classic saying, you don't love them. You love the idea of them because you don't actually know them. You haven't asked. You haven't really gone deep on that stuff. So that's why I say don't rush into a relationship. Build a relationship. Be constantly building every single day, right? All right, let's get back on topic here. We got massively off topic. So I will keep reading this guy's what this guy asked or, you know, the rest of his question says, well, I have planted a few seeds with girls and I plan on taking them out for a drink sometime in the next few weeks. Most of these girls dorm as in they live in a dorm, I guess. So they live on campus. So they probably have their own rooms, I guess. So I was wondering if there were any tactics or strategies to use so that I can go back to their place after our date. I've never been in this situation before, so I need some advice. So yeah, that's why I jumped on this and I wanted to do this podcast because I really like, as I said, going in and listening to just how people talk or how they how they try and navigate relationships, right, and sex and dating. If they haven't been given the strategies of like honesty or just saying what you want and seeing if the other person wants that too, because they do, we do, we default to tactics and strategies and manipulation and trying to get what we want because that's the only way we know how, right? And that's not a criticism of this guy or anyone else who thinks like that. I used to be like that. I was like that for most of my life until I was about, I don't know, like 31, maybe 32, right? It's quite a recent thing. It's like the last four or so years. I used to try and get stuff. Actually, it's probably a little before that. So up until I was about 30, around 30, 31, I started being a lot more honest, right? But I used to think in terms of like, how can I get what I want? How can I get her back to my place? Or if she's really shy and nervous, how can I just like get her to not care about that and have sex with me? Like, oh, if she doesn't want to have sex with me tonight, how can I get her to fuck me the next night? How can I like guarantee that she will? Like what tactics or strategies do I have to use? Like what's the perfect thing to say 
how do I like get her to want what I want? Like it was that kind of thinking. And I think this is how most people navigate sex and dating and relationships and friendships even. Although I think most of the time in friendships, most people are a little more patient and giving and selfless. But, and I'm not even telling you to be selfless. In fact, the way that you get what you want, and I really don't like that phrasing of it, but the way that you get what you want is by either giving it to yourself, that's one strategy, or going around and asking a bunch of people, hey, do you want the thing that I want? And when someone says yes, you go, cool, let's make it happen. But all the people that say no, you go, hey, that's great. I love that you know what you want and that you don't want what I want. That's awesome. I really hope you go out and find what you want. That's fucking awesome. Because I'm trying to find what I want. If you found what you want, that'd be that'd make me happy. That'd be awesome. So, you know, this, this question of, I was wondering if there were any tactics or strategies to use so that I can get back to their place after a day. It's like, yeah, your words. Use your words. Open your mouth. Say, hey, I really like you. I had a really great time. I, this is kind of like awkward to say, and I don't know when that, you know, whatever, I'm being fucking awkward right now, but like, I really want to keep things going. My living situation is not great. Like I live with my parents. Do you have your own room? And, you know, fuck, I know it sounds like I'm inviting you to my room, but I mean, to your room, but I really like you. Like, what's the situation there? How are you feeling? What do you want? Like, just say that. Listen to how awkward that sounded. I intentionally just didn't even come up with the perfect phrasing of that. I let my mind just fucking blurt out whatever it was in my head that I actually wanted, which was, I like you. I would like to go to your room. Is that something you would like to? That's your question. Fuck, you can even phrase it like that. Listen, hey, I really like you. I'm having a great time. I don't have my own living situation. I think you do. Do you want to go back to your place? And feel free to say no. Please don't feel pressured. There you go. That's it. That's your fucking perfect phrasing. But using your words and basically seeing if the other person wants what you want without that pressure, without that expectation, don't have expectations. Don't be disappointed if they say no. People say no all the time. That's a beautiful thing. They're telling you what they want. When they say no, they're actually saying yes to what they want. And think about how you like to do the things that you want and how good you feel when you live in line with your own values and your own principles and desires and wants. You feel good, right? When you do something that you really want to do, it feels good to you. That's what the other person is doing. They're not saying no to you. They're saying yes to themselves. That's a beautiful thing. So ask them, use your words. That's your tactic. That's your strategy. But when you live in this world of like, oh, fuck, I really want this thing. How can I get it? You just end up disappointed all the time. Because whenever someone says no to what you want, you feel like, you know, they're getting in the way of your happiness or they're an asshole or they're a bitch or she's a prude or she's an asshole or whatever it is, or he's a fuck boy. I mean, listen to that word. God, like when women use that word, this guy's a fuck boy. He won't commit to me. And it's like, have you actually sat down and asked him if he wants to commit to you? No, you haven't because the answer might be no. And you're scared of that. So you'd rather live in this topsy-turvy drama-filled world where you try and get a relationship out of him. You try and get commitment. You use manipulation, you use tactics, you go through his phone, you are passive-aggressive, you try all these different tactics which try and get you what you want, but they're incredibly inefficient. They are the most inefficient way of getting something because you're presenting the worst side of yourself. Do you like the side of yourself? Do you like who you are? Can you look in the mirror and look into your own eyes and like yourself as a person when you use manipulation tactics, when you are passive aggressive, when you feel passive, when you feel helpless to get what you want, you don't really like yourself, do you? It doesn't feel as good. It's not acting with integrity compared to if you just said to the guy, Hey, I think I want something serious. Is that something you're up for? Like, is that something you want? Is that something we're moving towards? Is that something you want? But let me know if you don't want it. Like I'd rather hear that. That'd mean a lot to me if you could be as honest as you possibly could. If you just want to have sex, hey, no fucking judgments from me. That's amazing. But I, I just want to know. And then maybe he'll say, look, yeah, look, hey, I do just want something casual. Now you have your answer. You either have the choice to stay, knowing full well that that's what he wants, and not getting disappointed about expectations and all of that, because he's being very honest with you. Or you have the choice to leave and go with someone else. Or maybe he gives an answer that's kind of on the fence, like, oh, you know, yeah, like maybe one day I'd want a relationship, blah, blah. That's your answer. If it's not an, an emphatic yes, if it's not a fuck yes, like, fuck yes, I want a relationship with you. Or like, hell yeah, I want a relationship. Or like, yeah, I want a relationship with you. You're great. Or or 
you know, yeah, look, I'm moving towards that. I have my own timeline, but that is definitely something that I'm open to. Like I'm just, we're moving there. You know, I just have my own pace. That's a, that's a fuck yes. If it's not that, it's a no. If it's a maybe, if it's a, uh, like, a th- like maybe one day, that's a no, that's a no. That's a person giving you the no. They just don't have the integrity to say no for themselves. Maybe they're not good with confrontation. Maybe they haven't fully admitted to themselves what they want, whatever it is, but that's a no. You take that as a no. And so when you actually use your words and just ask for the thing that you want or ask the other person if they're, you know, wanting to participate in that or if they could eventually participate in that, you get your answer straight away. You don't need these tactics or these strategies. You don't, what tactic do you need? The tactic is using your words like an adult and asking for what you need or it's not what you need. You don't need a relationship. You don't need sex. You'll be just fine without it. You want sex because it's an amazing, you know, connecting almost spiritual sometimes, incredibly pleasurable, fucking wild, crazy experience. Sex is amazing. I can't believe that we invented sex. Thank God we invented sex. Maybe the animals invented sex. Thank you, Earth or the universe or baby Jesus or baby Yoda, whoever invented all this shit, Elon Musk, whoever invented everything, whoever invented this simulation that we're in. Thank you so much for giving us sex because it's pretty fucking cool. So sex is something you want. It's something amazing. But if the other person doesn't want to give that to you, hey, great. Wouldn't you rather have sex with someone who's like enthusiastic? And I rally against this. I push against this idea of like game. So many people talk about like game and like you got to have sick game, bro. You got to have these sick strategies and you got to be fucking this and be a, have your little pickup lines and do all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, you can do that stuff. And if that brings you joy, great, do it. Brilliant. Don't ever kid yourself that that stuff is necessary, though, because it's not. Here's the only game you need. Hey, I want this thing. Do you want it too? Yes or no? That's your fucking game. That renders all pickup lines, all stupid strategies, all of that shit completely fucking irrelevant. Now, certain things matter. Yes, building up your confidence. Obviously, that makes a difference. Talking to more people so you get better at it. Yes, learning some assertiveness for men and women, by the way. Yes, All of this stuff definitely helps improving your looks. Absolutely. I talk about that all the goddamn time. Goddamn. The number one thing you could ever do for your dating life is to improve your appearance, right? Lose a little bit of weight, hit the gym, dress better, take some pride in how you look because it's the first thing that people see. It's your resume. And if you haven't put any effort into your resume, why the fuck would someone start reading it to see if you're a good hire for the job? They wouldn't. It's the first thing they look at and they go, you couldn't even get this right. You didn't even try on this. I'm not going to give you any, you know, effort. So yes, the more attractive you look, obviously the easier it gets, but we're just talking about actually putting in some effort here. You don't have to look like an absolute God. This applies for men and women. Don't think you have to be perfect. If you want to be perfect, that's brilliant. I'm always working on my appearance. I'm going to the gym. I'm trying to look better and better with every year. But you know, as long as you put some freaking effort in, right? You groom yourself, you wash yourself, you dress decently, you're not morbidly obese. If you are, lose weight, all that stuff. You guys know all that. This idea of like strategies or like, bro, like my game is so tight, bro. Like I'm just, I'm so good with women. Like I've got all, it's like, you don't have to be, you've convinced yourself that you have to do all that stuff. You've convinced yourself that all of these tactics and strategies work to get you the thing that that you want. You haven't tried the alternative. Have you ever tried just going up to a bunch of women? And again, this applies for women too, going up to men. Have you ever tr- uh, tried just going up to a bunch of people and just honestly stating exactly what you want? I have. I spent probably five years using all these techniques and strategies and game and pickup lines. And, you know, if she says this, then you got to say this. And if she asks you about this, then you dodge it by saying this thing. And then you do this. And if you want to get her to sleep with you, you have to invite her back to your place. But but lie about your intentions. Just say like, hey, come back to mine and we'll watch Netflix and chill. And then she's like, oh, what does that mean? That means we're going to have sex, right? And you're like, no, babe, like I literally just want to watch Netflix. Ha ha ha. And then when you're back at your place, you, you know, put the Netflix on and then you make a move. And then she goes, I thought you said we we're just watching Netflix and you're like, things change, beautiful. Like, I'm just so in love with your body and I can't, like all these fucking lines, right? All this bullshit, fucking games. I did that shit for like five years for a ridiculously long time. Did I get laid? Yes. Did I meet plenty of women? Yes. And then I woke up one day and I said, why the, I don't like who the fuck I am because the second I stop all these games, guess what? They leave because now I've changed. 
They're like, whoa, if I start being deeply honest and start being deeply authentic and vulnerable and my, my usual self, the person, the man I want to be, the person I want to be, they get freaked out. They're like, whoa, what the fuck happened with you? I thought you were this like smooth little game, perfect line, doing all these tactics. I thought that was you. I thought you were a manipulator, essentially. And now you're this like honest, vulnerable, like what the fuck? Something's changed and they left. And so I convinced myself that fuck, maybe all this game and all this bullshit, all these lines and techniques and strategies, maybe that's necessary. Maybe I need that shit just to meet women. Fuck. And I woke up one day and I said, you know what? If I have to do all that stuff just to have women even like me, they're not liking me. They're liking this false version of me. They're liking a facade of me. They don't actually like, they don't fucking know me because I haven't told them my true self. Uh, they only know the version of me that has all these strategies and techniques and is tries to be smooth all the time and always has the perfect thing to say. That's not me. I don't always have the perfect thing to say. I've just memorized a bunch of bullshit pickup lines that I don't actually give a fuck about. I'm now a robot. I've slept with, you know, at that point, I think I'd slept with, I don't know, 100 women, 50 women, something like that. And I was like, all of these women didn't give me what I wanted, which was some sort of connection or intimacy or, or trust or feminine energy. It was this weird fucking, they liked the lines, the pickup lines. They liked this mask that I was wearing. They don't actually know me. They don't like me. They don't know me. And I decided to take a chance and be incredibly fucking vulnerable. And I was so goddamn scared, but I decided, what if I just say what I want? What if I'm just honest? What if I don't play these games? And so I went on Tinder and I changed my profile and I put a BDSM picture there. And I, you know, at this point I hadn't done any BDSM, but I thought it might be a, a good idea because I wanted sex. And I thought about it for a while and I was like, women like 50 shades of gray. Maybe if I get into BDSM and try that stuff and just put myself out there as like Christian gray from 50 shades of gray, maybe they'll understand that I want sex. And I put in my bio, like literally just something casual, like I'm just looking for something casual or I want to fool around with the girl in the bedroom, something really deeply honest. And my first messages ever to women were just deeply honest. I was like, yo, you know, you're really hot. I'd like to experiment with some BDSM and learn that. Do you want to try that with me? And I was terrified. I thought that they were going to think that I was disgusting. I thought they were going to attack me because this is the first time I'd ever been truly vulnerable and honest, right? I thought they were going to tear my fucking heart out and say, no, you little fucking pussy. Like you're a little bitch asking for what you want. How dare you just ask directly for what you want? You're weak. You know, how come you don't have good game? You don't have good pickup lines. How come you don't have good strategies? I thought they were going to rip my fucking heart out. What happened is I met a bunch of really kind, lovely, hot as fuck, over-the-top sexual women who were like, hell yeah, I want to try BDSM. I've wanted to try that forever. Oh my God, I can't believe you want to try this. Please, can we do it? No other guy I've ever met has ever wanted to try this shit, at least not this open and honestly. So like, let's do it. I met plenty of them. I took them back to my apartment. At that point, I was, and this isn't something I do anymore, but at the point I was just meeting them in public and walking them straight back to my apartment. Literally, I would meet women in public, like one block from my apartment. Five minutes later, we're back at my house and we're having sex and I'm tying them up and we're doing crazy shit. Literally within five or 10 minutes of meeting them. Again, this isn't something I do anymore. I like to get to know someone a little better. So does Emmy, my girlfriend. But, you know, that's the point is like this deep honesty worked infinitely better than anything else I ever tried in the past, because there's nothing to memorize. There's no games. There's no fucking strategies or tactics that are needed. You just say, Hey, I want this thing. Do you think that'd be fun to try? And, and a bunch of women will say no, obviously a bunch of women will say, yeah, that sounds really cool. That sounds really fun. Yeah, let's do it. And so it completely renders all this tactics and strategies and game and all of that shit irrelevant. Now, can you do all of that stuff. Can you do tactics? Can you do game and get laid? Yes. But you've fallen into the trap of thinking that it's necessary. You haven't ever tested it side by side with just deep, complete honesty and the confidence or the integrity. It's more integrity. It's not even confidence because I was not confident at the start. I was fucking terrified. Let's make that clear. I didn't do a good job of honesty at the start. I've talked about this all the time. You build up your honesty you know, even when I was trying to be honest, I was scared. It would take me a couple of dates to, you know, but the point is you build up your honesty, but you, if you're someone that's done all this game and tactics and stuff, you've convinced yourself it's necessary and you've never tested it or you've tested it a little bit, but you haven't deeply gone all in with 
honesty. You've gone all in with tactics and all in with strategies and all in with game. You've given that a fair try. You've probably tried that for several fucking years, but you haven't tried honesty for several years, have you? And so you're not a man or a woman of science. You're not a person of rational thinking. You aren't. You lie to yourself and say that you are. You you sit there and tell people that game is necessary, strategies are necessary, tactics are necessary. It's like you don't fucking know. You've just come to the come to this arena. You've been here for a, a year, a couple of years, and you you act as if you've tested all this stuff out. You haven't, not for decades. Remember that it was about eight years ago that I first started really trying to get laid. Eight years. And so until you've sat there and actually tried honesty, deep honesty, real honesty, abundance mentality honesty, as in telling yourself, like, if this woman says no, or if this guy says no, I'll just go and ask the next person. And I'll keep doing that until someone says yes. That's honesty. That's abundance mentality, realizing that there are infinite other people out there. And one of them is going to give you what you want. You just have to go and ask a bunch of people. You haven't tried that. And so you've convinced yourself and a lot of people convince themselves that tactics and strategy and manipulation is very important or it's necessary or guys will do this all the time. They will say, yeah, but it's the only way to get a high quality, really hot woman. Have you tested that? And I don't mean, have you tested that with five, 10, 20, a hundred women? No. Have you tested that with thousands of women, thousands of hot women? Go test that out. Come back to me and tell me how it goes. At that point, we can have a conversation, but people will get themselves caught up in these strategies because they see, they, they, they make the false assumption that it's working. They almost have a, and it, it is working, but they make the false assumption that it must be the only way. They develop a superstition. I wrote this article on my website years ago called, Oh No, You've Angered the Gods. And I talk about how superstitions develop. It's basically you do some behavior things work out the way you want. And then you make the false assumption that that behavior must be the only way to do it. And you develop a superstition. You see, see this with sports stars, right? Who maybe won a championship while wearing a pair of underwear. And then they go, fuck, that's my lucky underwear. I'm never going to wash it. I'm going to be a dirty, fucking decrepit, disgusting bitch wearing these crusty old underpants that have my ball sweat and my fucking ass juices all over them. And I'm never going to wash them for the rest of my life. And I'm going to go out there as a grown fucking 30 something year old adult with millions of dollars and millions of eyes on me. And I'm going to wear my crusty fucking underwear because I make the false assumption that that must be why I won the championship. People do the same thing with tactics and strategies and game and all of that stuff. You go out there and you have some success and you make the false assumption, the superstition that the game is the reason that I got me, that I got there. It's like, no, maybe it's just the basics. Maybe it's that you talked to a lot of women, you played the numbers game and some of them said yes to you. That's why you had success. Or in the case of the sports star, you had success because you're really good at your fucking sport. You trained like crazy. You have a good coach. You've built this system up of being really good. You're an elite athlete. That's why. It's got nothing to do with the underwear. And in the same way, you would look at the underwear and go like, yeah, that guy's fucking retarded. I see a lot of you doing the same thing with game and tactics and strategies going, yeah, that's the reason that I get women. It's like, oh. so you'd mock the guy with the crusty underwear for being superstitious, but you don't apply that same level of logic to yourself. Again, you haven't tested it. Go out and test it. Don't just believe anything I say. Never believe anything I say. Go and test it and give it a proper test. Try for at least a year, one year, dedicate yourself to the cult of honesty. Just go around to women, or if you're a woman, go around to men and just say exactly what you want in no uncertain terms. There are nice ways of phrasing things, right? You don't have to walk up to a woman and be like, yo, I want to fuck you. Do you want to fuck me? That's socially uncalibrated. So you say it in a reasonable way. Hey, I'm looking for something casual. Would you like to grab a drink and you know, have a chat. If we like each other, we can fool around a little bit and see where things lead. You say it like that, but try honesty for one year, come back, see what happens. So to answer this guy's question, I think I answered it, but this guy's question of how do I, how do I get back to women's place? You just ask them in a clumsy, awkward way. That's perfectly fine. I'm not even telling you that you have to be confident or smooth. That will come with practice and women. If you want a relationship or something, you don't have to be smooth with the conversation. Just try just, just try. And whatever answer you give, you get, that's your answer. If it seems like a non-committal answer, that's your answer. If it's an answer that's on the fence, that's your answer. That's a no. 
if the guy comes kind of ums and ahs and that's a no, that's a no. Isn't that great that, that you can read into that and say like, look, cool, that's a no. So honesty is a cheat code. It's not even a cheat code. It's, and this is the other thing I see people do where they go like, oh, game is super important. You got to have game. It's like, mate, you've only been doing this for a couple of years. Come back to me after eight years of doing game and tell me if you can be bothered doing it for the rest of your life. That sounds like a very lonely existence to me, having to keep up these tactics and these strategies, especially when you have that moment of realization where you realize, wait, me doing all these tactics and strategies and trying to get what I want, that's not very particularly masculine. Me basically jumping through hoops for the opposite gender and women, the same thing. Does it feel good inside yourself when you have to jump through hoops to get a man to commit to you? Does that feel very good for you? Does that make you feel like you have much worth? Does that make you feel like your self-esteem increases? Does your self-esteem go up the more hoops you have to jump through and the more tactics you have to employ? Or would you rather someone just go like, I really like the product that you are. I like all the effort you've put into self-improvement. And let's be clear, self-improvement is important. Don't just sit there as a morbidly obese person saying you should love yourself and people will love you as you are. That That is true. But the more you improve yourself, there will be more people that love you for who you are, right? But don't you want to just sort of go through life saying, yo, do you like me? Yes or no? And if they say no, hey, cool, that's fine. I'm going to go find someone that does. Isn't that a much more peaceful, a much more fun, a much more integrity building way to navigate life? Don't you like the person that you are when you don't have to employ tactics or strategies or game? You just go up to a bunch of people and say, yeah, I've worked really hard on my self-improvement. I've learned a lot about the world. I think I'm a really attractive man or a really attractive woman. I like who I am. Do you like me? And if they say no, hey, sweet, isn't that cool? Like, I really like that you have preferences. I love that you state them. That's beautiful. I like to state my preferences too. I'm going to go talk to the next girl or the next guy and see if they want to give me what I want or they, bad way of phrasing, if they want to participate in what I want if they want the same thing I do, if we're on the same page, that builds your self-esteem so much. And I see so many of these guys that are in the like newbie or the intermediate stage of self-improvement or getting laid or whatever it is, that act as if they fucking know. And it's like, you don't, son, sit the fuck down. There's very few times I ever pull out the card of like, I'm the expert, shut up. I don't like to talk like that. I don't think that helps anyone. This is one of the times I'll say, sit the fuck down. If you're going to sit there and say game is important, tactics are important, strategies are important, you gotta, it's like sit the fuck down, son. Come back to me after eight years of doing this shit, trying honesty for several fucking years, and then we'll have a goddamn conversation. But to have tried one method and say, hey, this works, and to have developed a superstition, it's like sit the fuck down, sit the fuck down. Every single one of my friends that gets laid like fucking crazy has just absolutely gone down this path. They all gave up after several years. They gave up game. They gave up strategies. They gave up tactics. They're like, I don't like the person that I am. This isn't building my self-esteem. The entire reason that I wanted to get laid was so that I could like who I am more or so that this could be efficient. I didn't want to be putting in this much effort for the rest of my life just to get sex. That doesn't feel fucking good. I want to build a business. I want to build a family one day. I want to do all this crazy good shit. I want to build my body. I don't have time to be fucking doing strategies and bullshit. And I say to them, hey, there's a different way. Just be honest. And every single one of my coaching clients that I get them to wrap their head around honesty, most of them are already sort of on board, but the ones who try honesty for the first time, they go, oh my God, dude, I met a girl that actually liked me for me and I could just be deeply honest with her. And then she started being deeply honest with me and we went back and the sex was like a hundred times better. Guess what? Because sex, good sex requires trust. Game and tactics and strategy break that trust. Women aren't stupid. And women say the same thing to you. Men aren't fucking stupid. When either gender uses tactics or strategies or any of the or game or any of that shit, the other gender can fucking tell because they're not fucking stupid. They can tell that you're not being deeply honest. They can tell that you're being sort of standoffish. They can tell that you don't fully trust them or that you think that they're the other or you're pushing them away. You're using tactics on them. So when it gets to the bedroom, a big part, especially for women, a big part of good sex is like complete and utter fucking vulnerability and being able to just open up and go, I trust this guy. I'm about to show him the most vulnerable parts of my soul, my body, definitely. He's in a position of power and I'm in a position of vulnerability. If you have used tactics and strategies to get to that point, she cannot fully open up ever. Trust me, as the guy who is balls deep in BDSM and sex and intimacy and has been doing this for eight or nine years at this point, 
I am telling you, the sex is a million times better with someone that can trust you or someone that you have built a foundation of honesty with, or you've just said what you wanted and they said yes. You get into the bedroom and she doesn't have to hold back because she doesn't think what you're doing is a strategy or a tactic. She's like, no, he's being really honest. I can let go. And so again, I'm telling you, you get the filthiest, most mind-blowing, most incredibly fucking intense, most crazy, nasty, dirty, wild, hot sex with someone that you haven't used tactics or strategies on because the person doesn't have to hold back. They don't think that you're trying to get something from them. In fact, you're trying to give something to yourself and to them. You're trying to give value. You're giving a good time. You're wanting her to feel good. You're wanting her to orgasm. If she's, you know, someone that can, we'll talk about orgasms in a separate podcast, but you know, you're giving to her and you're giving to yourself. You're sharing this fucking amazing experience. And guess what? She wants to be there. She's right there with you. She's like, fuck yeah, big boy. Like spank my fucking ass, shove your cock in my ass and call, make me call you fucking daddy. Spit on my face. Make me piss my fucking panties for you like a dirty little whore. Like you get the nastiest, dirtiest, most amazing sex with someone that you haven't used tactics and strategies on. And again, I'm speaking from experience a lot more than a lot of guys that get caught up in this game bullshit with girls that you have used tactics and strategies on. When you get to that point and you say, yo, tell me the filthiest stuff that you're into. She's like, no, he's trying to use a tactic or a strategy on me. I can't tell him that he'll judge me. I don't trust him. I don't know what his motives are. He's been pretty fucking manipulative up until this point. And again, women aren't stupid and women, men aren't stupid. When you try and passively, aggressively get them into a relationship or get commitment from them, they're not dumb. They go like, this woman is being weird. I don't like it. Like she's trying to get something. She's anxious. She's got this like anxious, nervous energy. Like she's trying to get something from me. I got to hold back. I have something to protect. And guys, when you use game on a woman, she feels that same energy. She's like, you're trying to get something from me. I have to protect myself. There's something he's trying to get. So I need to protect it. This is why a lot of you don't get laid on the first day if that's something you want, because you're using strategies and tactics and all of that. You get laid so much faster and so much easier when you are just honest, because there's nothing for her to defend. She's like, oh, he's not even trying to get anything. He just want he just honestly told me he wants this thing. And if I want it to, he's happy for me to participate. But if not, we can go at my own timeline or he'll just walk away. He's made that pretty clear. Like he doesn't have to get it from me. Fuck, you know what? Like I will give it to him. Or I will participate in it with him. And so many of you guys love these concepts of like an alpha male. You know, the guy who can always walk away. That's the guy with power, right? The guy who doesn't give a fuck. When you use strategies and tactics and game, you are telling yourself, I can't walk away. You're telling yourself, I need something from this woman. I have to use strategies and tactics to get it. That's not abundance mentality. That's not, and I know a lot of you are obsessed with this term. That's not an alpha male. An alpha male is a guy who goes, yo, I want this. Do you want it? Yes or no? She says, no. Okay, cool. Next woman. Hey, I want this. Do you want it? Yes or no? She says, no. Okay, cool. Hey, next woman. I want this. Do you want it? Yes or no? She goes, yes. You go, cool. Let's, let's make it happen. Let's go, baby. Let's do it. That's a fucking alpha male. And for those of you women who love the concept of a strong, independent woman, are you a strong, independent woman when you have to use tactics and strategies to get what you want? That's not very self-loving, is it? That's you saying, I don't just deserve the things that I want based on my own merit or my own efforts or my own self-improvement or who I am or who I'm building myself up to be. No, I have to use all these fucking tactics to convince someone to give me the thing that I want. Fuck that. That's not self-esteem. So I think I'll wrap up here. We went off on a big, long tangent, but this was a lot of fun. I I love these kind of conversations. And to anyone who might be listening and thinks like, oh, fuck, man, Andy was really hard on, you know, us or me for this like game stuff or these tactics or these strategies. Just know that I'm saying it as like the older brother who was in that position for years, for like four or five years of doing this like pickup artist shit and these tactics and running game on girls. And yo, my game is sick. And I had like the sickest game ever. And you know, I get it. I've been there. So please don't take this too harshly. There is another way. It's called just saying what you want. And if she doesn't want to give it to you, hey, great. Go find another woman who wants what you want and you guys can have some fun together. Ask a bunch of women. Great. If you're not getting the current dating results that you want, improve yourself, 
right? Start working on your confidence, make some friends, lose some weight, go to the gym, like dress better, groom yourself better, get a better haircut. There are a million different ways to improve yourself. I have a massive Tinder guide, which I'll leave a link to in the description. And the first chunk of that Tinder guide is about how to improve your appearance. Any women listening, most of that stuff applies to you too as well. Obviously you don't need to shave and trim your beard, but most of the stuff in there applies, right? If you're overweight, lose some weight. Start really small. I've got guides on my website on losing weight. Dress better. For a woman, that's really easy. It's really easy to dress well as a woman. Women, one of your superpowers is you just look pretty. Guys kind of look like shit unless we put effort in. Most women look pretty without even putting effort in. So by the time you put a little bit of effort in, oh my God, like you'd be fucking stunning. So start with the self-improvement and then just go around with people and say, hey, do you like what I have to offer? Or do you want the same thing I want? Do you want to do it with me? And if they say no, hey, cool, that's fine. There's infinite other people out there. You have infinite retries. There is such a world of beautiful abundance out there. There's, you know, 4 billion people of the opposite gender. You're, trust me, you're going to, whatever weird thing you want, you're going to find it if you just ask enough people. But if you go through life with these tactics and these strategies, it's really hard to be able to look yourself in the mirror and like what you see. I think a lot of you have convinced yourselves that you need to use game or tactic or strategies, but you haven't actually checked. And so what I want you to do, if this podcast has sort of made you annoyed or made you frustrated, or you want to argue with me, and I don't really get into arguments, so you're welcome to argue with me. I am just going to ignore it. I'll make that clear. You know, you guys know that arguments isn't really something that I get into. I just, they've got no time for that. I don't enjoy that. But if you would like to argue with it, here's your test. Go stand in front of the bathroom mirror, look into your own eyes in the mirror, and ask yourself, literally out loud, say the phrasing, am I happy with using strategies and tactics? Do I like the person that I am when I do that? Ask that question. And then try asking another question. Would I like myself a little more if I could just be, or would it be nicer? Would I prefer if I could just be honest and just say what I want? And if someone wants it, cool. If they don't, they can leave. I don't care. I'll go talk to the next person. Ask yourself that. The third test, look yourself in your own eyes in the mirror and say, I love you to yourself. If you can't do it, hey, bingo, boom, we got some shit there to work on. That would tell me, and that maybe should tell you yourself, that you're not 100% happy with what you're currently doing or who you are or where you are, all of that stuff. If you try that strategy, try this, this, it's not strategy, try this technique, I guess, of looking into your own eyes and saying, I love you. If you try that and a lot of, you know, it's very difficult or some shit comes up, that's really good. That's, that's a great place to start with. That's telling you everything you want to work on. Some people do this. I've, I've had people have complete fucking breakdowns when they do this. They look in their own eyes in the mirror. They say, I love you, or they can't even freaking do it. And they have a complete breakdown and they're like, I'm not happy with anything I'm doing in my life. I'm not happy with what I'm doing. I'm not happy with myself. I don't like myself. And it's like, hey, great, brilliant. Let's start breaking that down and working on that. So start with that. If you look yourself in the eyes and you can honestly say, I love you, and you can honestly tell yourself that you're happy with game and tactics and strategies, and you can honestly say that you wouldn't be happier if you were just completely upfront and you didn't have to do any of this stuff. Great, brilliant. You found something that works for you. I'm really happy for you. Stick with that. Don't argue with me. I don't really care. I'm glad, again, that you've found something that you want, that you you find a lot of peace with. But I find when I get most people to do this, the vast majority, I'm just going to go ahead and say everybody. I don't think I've ever had an exception. Every single person goes like, well, I, I love game and I love tactics and I love strategies. But yes, I have to concede. Maybe it would be a little bit easier if I didn't have to do any of that. But 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 I can't drop it because it's, you know, all the buts start coming in. But there's that admission of like, yes. I do kind of wish I could drop it, but I don't think I can. It's like, okay, let's go test that. What if you just commit to honesty for one year and see what happens? It's only a year of your life. Be honest with every single person you meet. Be honest with friends and family. Be honest with yourself first and foremost. Be honest with the opposite gender. See how that goes. Try that for a year. If you don't like it, hey, no harm done. You learned something. Go back to game. Go back to tactics and strategies. You're more than welcome to. But I have not met a single human being so far that tries honesty and then goes back to manipulation. And when I say tries honesty, I mean like tries it properly. Some people will go and be honest once with someone and they don't get the result that they want because they're still thinking in that terms of like, I have to get what I want. Honesty is not a strategy for you to get what you want. Let's make that clear. Honesty is a strategy for you to let go of the need to get what you want from one person, right? Honesty is you just going up to a hundred people and asking, hey, do you want this thing? And when one says yes, cool. So honesty is not a tactic. Let's make that clear. Honesty is you being able to look yourself in the mirror and being proud of who you see. That's what honesty is there for. So 
I'll start wrapping up. If you feel like you need some help with any of this, I obviously have coaching. I have big hardcore coaching packages, 12-week programs, but I'm still offering those 30-minute coaching calls. I have put the price up because I'm getting fucking flooded with those. Like, holy shit. I thought <laughs> I thought a few people would want to jump on board of those. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I had these or I have 30. I'm, I'm offering myself for 30 minutes at a time, right? And I thought a couple of people might sign up for those. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm getting like three a day every single day. So it's at the point where it's like, yo, I don't have any time for myself anymore. Like, I literally can't do this many on top of my actual coaching packages. I have like six one-on-one or five one-on-one coaching clients right now. So I am flooded. So I've put the price up. So they're 250 US dollars now for 30 minutes. I'm I'm not going to, I'm fine if they go slightly over time, like. I want to keep them to roughly 30 minutes, but I've had plenty that go a little bit over that. So, you know, I'm not stressed about that, but you know, I'm happy to sit down with you guys. Those have been amazing. I, I might do a, a piece of content at some point and talk about how those have actually gone. Cause fuck me, man. Like they're going really well. I, I said this on YouTube. I wasn't a hundred percent sure how much I could help people and get done um, in 30 minutes, but holy shit, no, like you can get a lot done in 30 minutes. I've had some already that have been like literally life-changing. I talked about one on my YouTube channel, which was a woman that I sat down with. So just go on YouTube and, and it's one of the most recent videos. Um, and I talked about, yeah, how it seems like we made head massive headway with her depression. Like at the start, she looked absolutely just morbidly unhappy and like suicidal. And then by the end, she's laughing and giggling. And it was like, it was absolutely, I, I'm not going to lie. After that call, I went away and cried a little bit, like in a fucking happy tears. But I was just like, it was such an emotional roller coaster. You have to imagine what it would be like to see someone go from like depressed and suicidal to at the end, like laughing. Like that's just a fucking head fuck right there. That's, it felt like I'd watched a movie or something with her. It was, it was a really long call. She paid for extra time and we went quite a few hours and yeah, by the end, holy crap, that, that was really life changing. So yeah, if you, want one of those calls. I'm still offering them 250 US dollars at the moment. Shoot me an email is how you get in touch with me for those. So just say you're like, yep, Andy, $250 sounds good. Let's do it. And then I'll send you an invoice or my lovely girlfriend will send you an invoice because she handles all my emails and stuff and we'll book it in. So I'm having a ton of fun with those. I know it's early, but I might forget, but I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas season, New Year's, all that stuff. I know I'm massively early on that, but yeah, I hope you guys have a good fucking holiday season. Hit me up if you want some help with any of this honesty things stuff and try honesty. Just go out and try it, right? Try it for a while. Try it for six months. Try it for a year. Don't just try it a couple of times and then say, see, game is super important. No, try it for a while. Commit to the cult of honesty. Give it a go. I think you'll find that it's pretty life-changing. And after that, as always, ladies and gentlemen, go out and crush those goals.